The newest segment of the DNA series is here. Join us as Pastor Gabriel Allen Powell delivers a challenging word on arrested development. We hope you enjoy this message. and 20. Brothers, do not be children in your thinking. Be infants and evil, but in your thinking be mature. Let's open up this this, this whole text here by understanding this, that, that when we are arrested in our development, it first starts with the mind. Now, one of the things I'm experiencing, I'm, I'm, I'm noticing, and, and, and Bishop had to help me with this because, because when I first started senior pastoring, I, I, I was very frustrated. I was very frustrated. And I'm not going to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. I was frustrated with people. And so I would call him and I would say, you know, A, B, C, and D, so forth, so forth, so forth. He said, sir, that's, that's your problem right there. I said, I said, what do you mean? He said, you're thinking that because they are college degreed that they are mature. You're thinking that qualifications and resumes and certifications, it, it makes people come to you maturely. That what a degree only says is that I have a discipline in one area. That what I'm learning is that some of the most educated people Watch this. Some of the most, some of the most astute people, some of the most career people are some of the most emotionally immature people. That maturity has nothing to do with your schooling. Maturity has something to do with your thinking. Watch this. It doesn't have anything to do with your learning. It has something to do with your catching. We have to learn how to decipher between information and revelation. Information is what's stored in my mind. Revelation is when what's stored in my mind I become. That we're living in a generation that we only learn to pass. Meaning this, that watch this, and this is the problem, Brittany. This is the problem that we have more degree people than we've ever had in society. We are the most technology savvy generation. We are the most educated generation that's ever lived. Watch this. And that's the problem that most of us studied to pass a test, but we did not retain to become. So now we bring that thinking in our relationships so we know how to say, watch this, watch this carefully, we know how to say what we need in a man and what we need in a woman, but we have not become the reveal, the revelation. It has not yet been revealed to me what I need to become before I expect what I want. You miss me. So you have a lot of articulate people that know how to communicate what they desire, but they have not yet conformed and transformed into becoming what they want from a a person. Does that make sense? Information versus revelation. Information. Information is knowledge that I get, but revelation is when I become. And so hear, hear me. Watch this. We're dealing with, we're dealing with a generation that's, that's informed. Woke, but not living. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. This is why you have to be 
This is why you have to be an avid reader. I was reading about Buddhism a couple days ago, just reading about it. You know, because this is why I was reading about it. I was reading it before you, before you start thinking. Before you start saying, oh, we got mixture in the house. Now, listen, I was reading because I got to know, I got to know what, what I'm dealing with, with a, in a culture. That some of you now, you are actually Christian today, but tomorrow you'll be uh, Buddhist. You do yoga, yogati, and then you do your regular church service. So watch this. Watch this, Corey. You're going to appreciate this. I was, I was studying Buddhism. Come to find out that that word Buddha is actually derived from a word called awake. We have a converted yes, Buddhist in this house. Yes, They've converted from Buddhism to Christianity. Yes. The power of God is real. Yes. Hear me carefully. When I studied it, that Buddha means to means awoke or awake. So I said, oh, so we are worshiping Buddha and we don't even know it because the philosophy of our culture is to stay woke. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love the word. Yeah, so when you're saying stay woke, you're actually acknowledging a God that you really don't believe in. Oh, boy, this is going to be good. This is going to be really good. So it, 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 it convicted me, and it convicted me from this. Well, I was cool because I typically don't say stay woke. I don't get into cultural colloquialisms. But it made me say, well, I need to let the people know that the spirit of confusion is on our culture, and we don't even know it. And that's what the enemy does. He, 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 the enemy is, is so smart that he'll put, a, he'll put a demonic song out that the world will, hear me carefully, you got to understand what sounds and waves, what they do. They, it's, it's a vibration. It's a repetition. That Watch this. That you can, be in the, you can be in the heat of a moment and a song in your spirit that you hadn't heard in two and three and five years will come up. Watch this. That is the, that is the scheme of the enemy to keep a culture, hear me carefully, to keep a a culture confused. So watch this. You don't realize that there's a war going on with your spirit. That this is why you can't pick up your Bible. Here's the key. Watch this. You are two classes away from your masters. You are one class away from your specialist. You are four classes away from your PhD. And you are one credit away from your bachelor's. Hear me carefully. But when you open up this book, for some reason you get ADD. Now how is it that you got a specialist degree and you can't understand one scripture? That's because is not intellectual it's your spirit fighting against the truth of the power of the holy shut up Gabriel come down be quiet how do you supervise 20 people watch this man of God we got supervisors in our church we have educated people in our church we have people that's been around the world two and three times and they don't have the intellectual fortitude to retain one verse Psalms 23 what that is oh yeah that's that shepherd scripture no sir you need to get your spirit together you need to get your flesh under submission and say Lord I want to live I want to be a river of living water. I'm hungry. I 
need more power. I'm tired of confirming to the conforming to the spirit and the thoughts of depression, suicide, popping pills, popping Molly. The devil is a lie. No, sir. We're about to be a spiritual church. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm spiritual today. Watch this. Paul says this. I'm skipping ahead. Being careful not to be tossed like the waves. To and fro by every wind of doctrine. Can be careful. Let's, let's, let's exegete this scripture. Being tossed like, watch this, like an infant. He said, watch this, this is how I start off. He said, like an infant being tossed to and fro. It is immaturity. Hear me carefully, church. It is immaturity that calls you to get up, put on your clothes, put on your perfume and your deodorant and your cologne and put on your matching shoes. And you came to a church only to leave this church today and to get you a little spiritual dose of Yahweh only to get Buddha on Monday only to get a meditation by Buddha and to get you a little scribe or get you to look get you a little phrase that you hum and you meditate on the Bible says meditate on the word day and night you got to understand that historically hear me carefully that historically Christian the Christian the Christ hear me carefully the Christ is the first the Bible says that he is is the Alpha and the Omega. That he is the beginning of religion. He is the beginning of spirituality. And guess what? And he gets the final say. He's the Alpha and the Omega. My beginning. My end. Second Timothy 3 and 16 says all scripture is God breathed. That means that yeah a man wrote some of it but it was inspired by the spirit of the living God. Why am I dealing with that today? The spirit of confusion is in the house. Watch this. Paul says, like an infant being tossed, that it is immaturity where there are split affections of my belief system. That Paul has addressed you already. He's addressed you as a child. Let me tell you what that means. That means if I was two and I was separated from my parents and I was raised by wild beasts, that I don't have the ability to decipher between where I come from and who I am, who I am presently. I'll say that again. That if I was an infant, two years old, and I was abducted and raised by wild beasts, that by the time I was 12, I would think I was a wild beast. Because infants are easily tossed to and fro by every, any wind of belief system. It is an adult mind that should be able to decipher between what 
they believe and what they will not believe. Did that make sense? Watch this. If in fact you want to be mature, the first order of business is I have to decide who and what I'm going to believe. Come on, take notes on that. That I have to decide what I'm going to believe. Christianity cannot be an option. Your faith cannot be an option. Watch this carefully. That what Paul is actually addressing here is discernment. The ability to, the ability to hear a philosophy and spiritually discern whether or not that is in alignment with God. He's not talking about your ability to think critically. Paul is saying that I need, I need to go to a place in my spirit where I can discern ungodly teaching. For example... I have to get to a place where I no longer take on as a believer, elders, as a believer, I no longer take on the philosophy of the culture. Watch this. Watch this. The Lord convicted me on the way to church. He said, start doing sexually pure declarations in your church. And so I just talked to the men because y'all fake. And so I start struggling. I start struggling with the declaration. I said, Lord, I said, are you sure? Are you sure? That's going to make all of us have to live a certain type of way. I, I have to tell us, I have to tell y'all after church what God really addressed me on. And so I started wrestling with God, saying, Lord, do you really want us? Do we have to, Lord? Please, can we just get a, some little grace and mercy? He said, no, sir. And he said, no, because what I want to do in this house, what I want to do with you, Gabriel Powell, what I want to do with you, James Haston, what I want to do with you, Shelby and Jessica and Ashley and Mr. Lawson and Chanel and Carlton and Nisi and everybody. What God wants to do with this house, I want to put you above the city. The city is, is in perversion, but I want you to be the answer. You cannot be the answer to what you have not yet solved. But look at your neighbor and say, we're about to be the answer to Atlanta, to Macon, to Georgia. Why? Because we are about to live. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. We working here. We working. Y'all don't know how to shout on that because you're wrestling. But let me just liberate you. God says everything that you've been praying about, why why it is not unlocked, it is because you won't give me that part of your flesh. But I want to prophesy to each and every person in this room. I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying that if you would give me all of you, you'll never have to work another day in your life. I want to give you a business, but you got to live holy. I want to give you a husband and a wife, but you got to live holy. I want to make you a millionaire, but you got to live holy. Watch this. Well, you say, Pastor, I don't have sex, but you watch porn. 
God says, I want to sanctify this house. God says, when you sleep at night, I want you to keep your hands to yourself. If you say amen, I'm on, I'll just keep moving on. God says, I want, to, I, want you to, I want you to, I don't have sex, I don't watch porn, but you touch yourself. You do self-gratification. Oh, God, deliver us from evil and lead us not into touching ourselves. Lord, we need the Holy Ghost so we can live free. God, help me. Watch this. Watch this. God help me. I don't know why God went this way. Watch this. You got to get sanctified. Your husband does not want you to be in the strip club with him. Oh, God. Oh, well, oh, okay. Thank you, Lord. I'll stay there. Let me, let me say this to you. Let me say this to you. Let me say this to you. That if you want to bring... If you want to open up the door, God help me. If you want to open up the door to adultery, if you want to open up the door, if you want to open up the door to spiritual perversion, where these spirits, they grip you in the middle of the night, I'll just show it to you. That you have unlocked, help me, Holy Ghost. Have you ever had sex with someone in your dreams and you woke up and you still felt like you were having sex? Well, let me just help you, Holy Ghost. That, that means you have opened up yourself to a spirit while you were awake. That is ungodly. That is demonic. Hear me. Oh, yeah, help me. Yeah, yeah. See, I, watch this. You got to sanctify your mind. The only thing that should be going on in your dreams is ideas. Ideas from the heaven that God wants to speak to you, but he can't speak to you because in your dreams, you're fornicating. You've had sex with people. You've committed all kind of spiritual sin while you've been sleeping. And this is why we can't have revival. This is why you come in late. This is why you have mashed your hand. This is why you don't recognize the presence of God. You know why? Because no, you didn't have sex while you you didn't have sex last night you had sex in your dreams you woke up all jacked up on the inside and God says I want to deliver you I want to make you a wife I want to make you a husband I want to give you the I want to give you the heavens the answers the secrets in the heavens I want to put you on stages but the first thing I gotta do I gotta sanctify your mind you know why I gotta sanctify your mind because if I make you a politician today you will screw everybody just to get elected so I gotta sanctify you so when you come on the scene they'll see the glory of God and not sin and fornication and lust God says I want to sanctify you so nobody can buy you watch this. God told me about four or five years ago why he hadn't made me a superstar yet. He says the reason I have not made you a superstar yet is because if I put you on the platform you will sleep it all away. God says I have not released you yet sir because you ain't sanctified enough. I said Lord you right. God been wanted you to be famous, uh, but you smoke weed too much now. Uh, you ain't holy enough. Uh, you are alcoholic. Uh, you are sexaholic. Uh, and God says, I'm trying to protect you, uh, your children, uh, your lineage. Uh, so I got to keep you in closed doors uh, until you sanctify yourself. We have so enjoyed the DNA series and we would love to connect with you. 
Feel free to download our app by searching The Rama Church of Atlanta and follow us on all of our social media platforms. Thanks for tuning in to the Our Church Podcast.